chapter 5, verses 18 through 21. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18 through 21. <clears throat> Word of the Lord. Ephesians 5, verse 18, do not get drunk with wine, for that is a dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody with your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks for all things in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, God, even the Father, and be subject one to another in the fear of Christ. Amen. You may be seated. <clears throat> From the admonition of verse 18 on last Sunday, we at least attempted to teach that the word of Paul in reference to the Holy Spirit indwelling each of us is not an option, but a command that we be filled with the Spirit. The text presents itself in four different grammatical modes that help us recognize the command nature of the text. We said first that it is in the imperative mode, and the imperative mode suggests that again, it's not an option, but a command, says Paul, be filled with the Spirit. Secondly, it's in the plural and not the singular. Plural mean that it is for every Christian to be filled with the Spirit and not just for specific individuals, but all, says Paul, needs to be filled with the Spirit. Third, it's in the passive voice. That means that it is something that happens from the outside in as opposed to the inside out. In other words, the believer cannot generate the filling of the Spirit in his or her life. It requires the divine hand of God from the outside to fill the heart of the individual in the inside. And then fourth, it is in the present tense. That means that it's not a one-time experience, but one has to constantly be filled with the Spirit day in and day out. Now the question is raised as we move from verse 18 to verse 19, 20, and 21, what actual benefit do we gain from being filled with the Spirit? Where well, the obvious is that you're being led by the Spirit, you're being protected by the Spirit, you're being empowered by the Spirit, and you're being comforted by the Spirit. But in these next three verses, there are three things that Paul says that we might want to keep in mind <clears throat> as to why it's important that we are filled with the Spirit and that becomes the benefit of being Spirit-filled. Number one, it improves our fellowship. It improves our fellowship. Listen to what he says in verse 19. The first clause, clause A, after telling us to be filled with the Spirit, he says in verse 19 in the first clause, speaking 
to one another. Speaking to one another. The fellowship that we have as joint believers, says Paul, when we are filled with the Spirit, it enhances our speaking to one another. Now how? Speaking by way of psalms. He says psalms which were the hymns that were sung by Israel in the Old Testament. In fact, that's all the book of Psalms is in the Old Testament. It's Israel's hymn book. They would allow their songs to be centered around the Psalms that's created by the writers because there is deep theological connection to God in the Psalms. And so Paul says, when you are filled with the Spirit, you speak to one another in Psalms. In other words, when we see someone in a position in which the Psalm becomes preeminent to be known, we may need to simply say, bless the Lord at all times and all that is within you to help that person get strength in the time of weakness. He says, speaking to one another in Psalms and then hymns. Hymns are created by ancient heroes who have taken their story and found scriptures to be applied to it that it may once again get theological underpending. That's the reason why we're still singing hymns, although they may be two or three hundred years old. That's because they are built around scripture and connected to the testimony of the hero who saw the experience of their life in the scripture. And Paul says sometimes when you're filled with the spirit, you speak to someone else by using a hymn. Sometimes a person needs to hear, blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. That hymn with its theological base helps that person to see the joy of being filled with the spirit. So he says, speaking to one another in Psalms, hymns, and then spiritual songs. Spiritual songs are the contemporary renderings of the scripture to which we currently find ourselves. That's the reason why we currently find contemporary songs to be more inspirational and less scriptural. That's the reason why their season is so short-lived. You can hear a song that's brand new today and six months from now, you won't hear it anymore. That's because generally it has no theological underpinning. It's just simply about a person's experience. Well, sometimes that's important. Sometimes people need inspiration. We might call it stroking the ego, but it's important to help that person get out of a dark space. So you may have to sing a spiritual song that's in the contemporary lingo that they might make a better connection. For example, you might find an older person who will instantaneously connect with a hymn, but you may find the younger person who will instantaneously connect with the spiritual song because they know more about Kirk Franklin than they would know about Franny Crosby. So you got to, says Paul, have a mixture of all of them and being filled with the spirit helps us use that whole catalog of being able to minister to one another because it helps to improve our fellowship. But then there's a second thing. The second thing Paul says that it not only helps improve our fellowship, but it helps improve our worship. Look what he says in the second clause of verse 19. 
he says, speaking to one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, watch this, singing and making melody with your heart to the Lord. Paul says, when you are able in worship to recognize the filling of the Spirit, what happens? Well, sorrow is replaced by the song. In other words, he says, sometimes we might come into worship with a down spirit, but the choir might sing the right song that ignites our spirit to come to life once again. We might come in feeling hopeless on that particular Sunday morning, but the choir might sing the exact song that was needed. It's as if the choir had been in the midst of my journey all week long and God had designed that song specifically for me in this time of worship and when it's sung, all of my sorrows become replaced by that song. And then I recognize that the joy of the Lord is indeed my strength. The gloom that I come with is replaced by the glory of God. I realize in the singing of the songs, the dark cloud that might hover over my head is removed by the glory of God instead of allowing the moment to get the best of me, I rather allow God's glory to take over me. And as a result of that song, being filled with the Spirit, my sorrow is replaced by a song and my gloom is replaced by God's glory and then my weakness is replaced by God's divine Spirit of God so rushes into my presence that it allows me to get out of myself and get into what God is saying through the word of God. So it improves our worship, it enhances our worship, it moves us from concentrating so much on our issue and then begin to celebrate the glory of God and the power that God has to strengthen us. Listen to the text again. Making melody with our hearts unto the Lord. I move out of complaining and I move into celebrating. I move out of crying and I move into worshiping. And sometimes crying may very well accompany my worship because I become so filled with the spirit of God that word says Paul to Romans 8 cannot find themselves in my mouth so that's when the Holy Spirit fills my heart and began to usher me into the presence of God and my life becomes saturated by the Spirit of God because God is improving our worship. But then there's one other thing that Paul says, not only improving our fellowship and improving our worship, but in verse 21 and again in verse 19, he says the Spirit of God being filled also strengthens our partnership. Look at the two phrases he used in verse 19. Look at verse 19. Speaking to one another. And then in verse 21, being subject one to another in the fear of Christ. Here's what he says. When the Spirit of God is filling us, we find the medium ground to celebrate who God is in one another. 
the spirit begins to influence our walk together in partnership that we might bring glory to the name of God. It permits us to, should I say, reflect the image of the healing power of God as people witness us walking hand in hand in the spirit of God. So Paul, back in verse 18 says, be filled with the spirit. And then in verse 30 of chapter 4, he says, whatever you do, don't quench the spirit. Don't hold up the spirit. Don't bottle the spirit. Don't prohibit the spirit. But instead, prohib uh, permit the spirit to move in the freedom of its power. Because if you do, something tremendous will happen in your life something tremendous will happen in worship and something overwhelming will happen in your partnership as you walk hand in hand with one another for the kingdom of God. Be filled with the Spirit speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart unto God. Verse 20 always giving thanks for all things in the name of the Lord. There's something about the partnership that gets strength when we help one another give thanks regardless of what the circumstance is unto the God who brings us salvation in very strange ways. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, consecrate the moment in which your word comes to life for us that we see the power of what the spirit does as it improves each of us in our fellowship that it improves each of us in our worship and that it strengthens each of us in our partnership may the holy spirit this morning take this word from paul and move us from a place of complacency to stepping out by faith that your will would be done in us. If today, God, somebody is present among us and Jesus Christ does not reside in their heart and their, your spirit does not fill them, may this be the day of new beginnings for them. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, we pray. Amen. As we stand to our feet, we